0: Submit.
1: Hey, I am Jess and this is Jessing and things I am your best friend's best friend It's not fair but true, but I'm the one your friend talks to about you Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome Um, Like I said, I am Jess We are on Hits 92.3, the real definition of internet radio Please download the app If you have not downloaded the app, what exactly is it are you doing with your life? I'm not sure, but you can download it on any smart devices We want to make sure that we're recording these numbers Not just for, you know kicks and giggles, but also because it's important to be able to let people know that internet radio is relevant and we are here to stay. Um, And we are excited. We have a lot of great things jumping uh, off tonight with jesting and things. Um, Of course, we always have amazing music that I am super excited about. Um, We got some, some, we just had some uh, Stevie Wonder and then we got some Bilal and some other good little tidbits coming up, some Braxton's and, you know, all the good little things. Uh, And we also have a special guest here tonight In the studio Um, She's a communications expert um, Ms. April Weathers And we will be talking to her in just a few minutes But first, we are going to jump Into our next song And that is by Bilal One of my favorite R&B soul Neo soul uh, soothing sound funk funk soul master kind of sound like Prince but not really all those people uh, he's one of my favorites um, I love many of his songs First Born Second is my favorite album of his and this song is actually off that album it is called Soul Sister and we will be back in a moment and things i am jess and this is jess thing and things excuse me and um, i wanted to talk about one of the businesses that we are in partnership and sponsorship with this week um talked to one of the uh, co-owners tomel waters um a friend to the show and excited to um uh, be talking about their business tonight it's called fat and happy uh, and they're raising funds to throw up a few pop-up shops around atlanta they have transitioned from new york to atlanta and want to just kind of jump into the field and see what's going on now um atlanta of course is not as closed down as most places in the united states however we are still taking you know precautions and special you know allowances to make sure that we are staying safe and masked up and things like that to make sure that we're preventing the spread of COVID 19. however um they are looking for contributors So they do have a GoFundMe. So if you type in "Fat and Happy," uh, "Fat and Happy's," excuse me, uh, with an apostrophe and an S, uh, you will uh, definitely be able to go find them and donate towards their endeavors because they're trying to make an impact on Atlanta and the food scene. Uh, their food is also displayed on their IG at Fat F A T T and Happy, or you can look them up on Facebook. On their facebook page fat and happy's international cuisine they'll be doing special vip events for those who want to invest 500 dollars or more and they're looking they're looking to work with bakers clothing designers poets singers musicians djs and comedians to use their events as a platform to display their arts skills and talents now if you're one of those people i know that a lot of people come to atlanta to make it to survive and thrive and all that good stuff um and This may be an opportunity to be be able to partner with one of uh, the up-and-coming awesome and international cuisine opportunities in the Atlanta area. Don't you miss out. You may want to be connected. Again, go look at their GoFundMe. Donate. Uh, For a $500 sponsorship, you will get a private VIP event. That means that you are very important. Did you know that? Uh, I I think so. Uh, So, in the meantime, check them out on their IG. Again, Fat and Happy. And it's F-A-T-T and Happy. All right, we'll be right back uh, with some more adjusting and things on Hits 92.3, at the real Definition of Internet Radio. Jess and this is Jessing and things and I have the woman of the hour <laughs> Miss <laughs> uh, Miss April Weathers you also sound like a, a weather forecaster thank you <laughs> Your name's like April Weathers.
2: Mm. It is pretty awesome. It, right. It's awesome. Yeah. So,
1: um, please, April, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Mm. Um. Well, my name's April. I am from a very small town in Mississippi, Flora. It is literally, oh. we may have a population of maybe 3,000 now, oh, but it's oh. super small, but born and raised in Flora. Shout out to Flora, Mississippi. Hi, Flora. <laughs> um, I went to state, uh, Mississippi State. Go Dogs! not to be confused with old Miss. And there I majored in communication, specifically broadcasting, journalism, and PR. I just knew I would be on E.
1: But, (laughs) you know,
2: life happens, and it took me a very different route, but I'm very happy and very thankful for the route that it has taken me. And what else would you like to know about me? I like dogs. I like meeting new people. I'm a Harry Potter fan. Oh, wow. Okay. you know, so just...
1: All of those good things. Okay, and I love that. I love that because I feel like although we are who we are professionally, we are also multi-layered. That's how we get that multi-hyphenate because of our interests. Um, And I marked you as a communications expert because that's the capacity I know you in and you've worked in corporate America. You've worked, you're a mover and a shaker. Thank you. And you, um... are making some you know, great moves and things like that. But I wanna address a couple things. So what we're gonna do, how we're gonna jump into this is just kinda, I'm gonna give you a specific topic and you can just give me your rapid fire response in regards to what's happening with you and, it, and then you can just flow right I can flow I think I can do that I think you can I'm excited about it who else I'm excited who else is excited let's flow okay so talk to me about what is getting on your nerves right now what's like in the world in life people not wearing
2: masks that is what is getting on my nerves I understand all of us want to be out and about and Mm -hmm. doing something but look Let's wear a mask, you know, and especially here in Atlanta, we are just wide open and I can we appreciate are, it. But be wide kinda. open with that mask. on. <laughs> How about with the mask? That is getting on my nerves.
1: I, I can totally understand that because I do I've, in groceries. So I'm not. there are certain situations where it's a controlled environment. However, the grocery store is not is not be what I would consider a controlled environment. Um, the movies, or I don't go to the movies, not I anymore, but I don't go to the movie. I used to go to like you know, two you know, five dollar Tuesdays and just like catch all the you know, the flicks, man. You know, but those days are gone for me. But like, but certain very wide open spaces that you're not in your car, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Why don't we have them on, And like in the, the, the club, mind?
2: like, well, we're all with our boot to boot to coot, and <laughs> it's <laughs> literally go go. like no mask, and it just stream it screams like COVID-y, like just covet
1: right and you can almost like in my in my head like i'm my imagination runs circles around me and so i'll see like a little like green film or like smoke or something you got it you got it you got it you right. got like, it oh. <laughs> and somebody and somebody's like <clears throat> i'm like oh no oh, you know automatically my heart like i'm like okay breathe girl you don't got it they, I'm over you know it. you don't know I'm if they over got it, it. but in public spaces, we should be being responsible. So irresponsibility overall. Please disregard for other people's safety. I feel you. So tell me about survival tactics. When you think about survival tactics, what are what goes through your head?
2: Oh, when oh, when I think of oh, survival tactics like as it relates to what exactly? Uh, uh, life. Surviving. Um. Ooh. Oh, this would be like a rapid response. Uh, I would have to say, like, getting better. Like, that's how I feel like I've survived, like, just, like, constantly evolving, being able to adapt, and getting better. That's what I thought of, like, rapidly, but I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I could have thought of something else, but that's that's the first
1: thing that I thought of. So how do you get better? How do you change? How do you grow or evolve or protect yourself as you move forward and survive?
2: I feel like you always, in order to get better, you always have to be... Studying and not necessarily books, just like studying yourself, getting to know yourself better, like what brings you peace, what disrupts your peace, like all of those things. Mm-hmm. So learning more about yourself, getting more in tune into who you are and becoming the best version of yourself. So I think that's what that's that's what it goes back to just becoming the best version of yourself that you can possibly be, I would have to say.
1: OK, and i um, speaking of, you know, I think you mentioned books. Uh, what's what's the last book that impacted you?
2: The last book that impacted me was "Relationship Goals" by Michael Todd. Oh, I have that
1: one. I one. loved
2: that book. I felt like it was very—it um, <coughs> spoke to my spirit, <laughs> but it—it uh, it really hit some areas that I need to work that I needed to work in. So, "Relationship Goals" I was the latest book that I have read. So that would be the one that has impacted me lately because it's
1: the last one I read. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And mine is The Big Leap by Gay Hendrix. I've been, been meaning to read that. I that one is, is good. It. And I think it just challenges any form of imposter syndrome that you might be dealing with. Oh. It challenges you being willing to transition and evolve in places um, past other people and where they might be because they may be a turtle. So that means turtles stay close mm-hmm. to the ground and they eat grass. But if you were a giraffe, so that means you hear your, your, your view is automatically different from theirs. And you can see a little bit further. That's also from Sora, I think, from Diddy Jakes, that example. But it it relates to the big leap where um, you may not want to transition or move somewhere else or take on something bigger because my cousin didn't get to do that or my mom didn't get to do that, and she may need me to mm-hmm. da 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 da. And so those are like a preliminary problem. So I'm going to be wow. doing like a whole show just about the big leap and its impact on me. I've listened to the audiobook. I'm rereading it, the hard copy, just because it's making an impact on me and th- forcing me to hold up a very big mirror. And realize that there are some things that i should I should be doing that I'm not doing for the sake of my lack of self awareness or self confidence in certain areas mm. or my un uh unwillingness to leave people behind, and a lot of times we need to leave them behind so we can advance and then we can probably go back and get them
2: yeah, and you said something that was so real, you said imposter syndrome yes. and that is so Ooh. real, and it's something that i I've experienced it myself and so many of my friends and there is this quote that i saw on instagram that i actually shared on my page it was by arlen and she says black women whatever you're being paid it's a discount forget imposter syndrome and it hit home because sometimes i you know i'm in these spaces or i was in these spaces that i'm occupying and i'm like ooh, like can I do this? Like, should I be here? You know, and like you say, you tell yourself all of this crap. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, you deserve to be in these rooms just as much as your counterparts. You are capable. You are able. You are competent. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't be here. And so I have to tell myself that because it does creep in, especially it's like the higher... The higher up you go, or just mm-hmm. in general, like, the better you get, sometimes you do start to to question your ability. And I've had to have people in my corner to bring me back and be like, no, you belong. You got this. Like, mm-hmm. you worked your butt off. But it still creeps in. And even now, I have to tell myself, April, you are capable. You should be in these spaces. And you deserve to be in these spaces just as much as anybody else. And you worked your butt off to get here. And so I have to keep telling myself that because it is real. And it does it does creep in very often. So when you said that, that hit home, like I felt that.
1: I felt yeah, it. Yeah, no, and and it and it's something that I remind myself of almost every single day. Because <coughs> again, if you think about it, there are no spaces. They would use you up for free if you let them. Ooh, and like, oh, you're telling? so great. You're so fabulous. <clears throat> as soon as you're like, hey, this is what I'm worth, though. No, ooh, our budget. Ooh, we couldn't. Ooh, you know, all those things. And you're like, but I just was this great amazing thing, and then you'll turn around and go and hire somebody instead of me, that does not look like me, that you know is probably mediocre compared to me, and then you mm-hmm. use that person. And so I've been in far too many of those situations mm-hmm. where I was just like, nah, we got to do something else. And if you don't understand my worth, I walk now. Let's start, let's let's start at the beginning.
2: Go, I, and I think, uh, and it's about knowing your worth and knowing what you bring to the table and I feel like once you really know that and you are secure in that the discounts are over because now when I walk into rooms (laughs) like I said I don't have interviews anymore I have conversations and if you don't pay me we we have nothing else to talk about because I know that whatever position I get in whatever space I do occupy Mm -hmm. I will work my butt off I have not had a position yet where i didn't go above and beyond and i didn't work my butt off so mm-hmm. you will pay me accordingly i and if know you, that's right. <laughs> if you feel it's out of your budget that's quite all right because it's in their budget and i will go to the highest bidder respectfully <laughs> but i just believe uh being properly compensated for what you do because we spend so much time at work you spend more time at work than you do at home so oh. why not get paid paid for it. And of course, people are like, it's not all about money. That is true. It's not all about money. But if you're going to be somewhere for eight plus hours a day,
1: at least get as much out of it as you possibly can. Oh. That's all I'm saying. And that is a beautiful thing to say. Um, and just piggyback on piggybacking on the big leap, and I was talking about sometimes you can go back and get your family, get your friends, or we were afraid to leave them in certain spots or positions because and the thing is, is that we don't examine the fact that they may have different ambition levels than us. Mm. It may not be their goal to be this corporate dynamo, it may not be their goal to do certain things, travel, etc. Um, and, you know, and I feel like there are certain ways that we can make concessions, but I feel like another term or phrase that we can jump into is survivor's remorse. So tell me about survivor's remorse. What do you think of when you think about survivor's remorse? I think
2: how some people say, you know, oh, like you you feel guilty for like getting out or getting out of a situation. So something that a lot of people don't know about me is that I come from very humble beginnings like neither of my parents went to college my oldest sister was actually the first one to go to college and after her then there was me and knowing where we came from and where we are now there were times when I felt like not that I felt, I felt bad for you know being where I am and doing the things that I'm doing but I did feel a level of of guilt, but it's like, you know, we all have our own journey to, to go on. And just like I made certain decisions and I did certain things and they didn't, I can't penalize myself for that. And that's something I really had to like come to terms with. And I think now I'm at a point, it's like respectfully, you know, I, by the grace of God, like I did what I had to do to get myself out of a situation because I saw what I didn't want my life to be like. and in doing so, like I had to make some some choices so that that wouldn't be the case. and knowing that my intentions were pure and like my reasoning behind mm-hmm. doing everything that I did, now I don't look at it so much like with a, a guilty conscience, it's just like April you just You did what you had to do so that your situation wouldn't look like so many others that you know. And I've come to to terms with it. And now it's just like, I mean, we have to do what we have to do. And whatever that looks like for you, you just have to do that. And mine just happens to look as it does.
1: (laughs) and that is a beautiful thing I think that's a great place for us to pause Um, we're jumping into it this is a great icebreaker I'm excited about what's to come after this break we are jumping into some of the OJ's we're going to pull off some I mean excuse me not the OJ's the Braxton's my goodness a very different group Um, this is under My Christmas Tree by Tony Braxton and Michael Braxton also known as The Braxtons Sing Mikey The prettiest thing
3: I'd ever seen. All of my hopes and of my dreams waiting for me. Remembering the days going by under my Christmas tree.
4: It's a mistake if I awake. Sleep letters. Take Walks by the lake Don't make me
3: wake, Remembering the days going by Under my Christmas tree And even in my ray of morning, morning. With a vision of clouds so, so I, wide I, I rise without sight to love her, her. Under my Christmas tree She lies What is of time Quarter of three If it's a dream Waiting for me Please let it be Remembering the Days going by Days going by Under my Christmas tree you. Mm-hmm.
1: I am Jess, and this is Jess and things, and we are on Hits 92.3 Live, the real definition of internet radio. I am here with the communications expert, uh, black woman extraordinaire, uh, Miss April Weathers. Uh, She has uh, just been sharing and dropping some nuggets about um, just living life, about survivor's remorse, about imposter syndrome, um, and about just forward movement. So um, I want to kind of switch gears because we were just kind of breaking jumping in, Um, but I want to talk about... Um, communication amongst Black women in corporate America. <laughs> Fun topic, I know. Nice and light. Um, but tell me or share some experiences that you've had in those instances.
2: Hmm. Well, let me start with with the good first. Okay. I have had some amazing Black women who took me under their wing. I've actually had more great, more good experiences than I have bad. So I'll good. start with those, but. I have had a lot of great black women who took me under their wing. They showed me the ropes and honestly, had it not been for them, I don't know if I would be as far along as I am today because unlike so many others, there wasn't that intimidation factor. They saw me as, ooh, this is somebody with some potential. Let me give her some nuggets. Let me mold her. Let me put her on game. And they did that for me. And that's what I try to do for other young black women that I come across. And I'm thankful for those women. However, (laughs) you know, there's always another side. You do have those women uh, where you're seen as a threat. Uh And so it's like if you occupy the same space as them, you're met with a bit of resistance, shall I say? Yes, that's a good word. That's a good word. And you would think that they would... uh, love to see another black woman in a position of leadership like doing her thing but that's not always the case and i have had experiences where i'm not gonna say they tried to sabotage me they weren't as welcoming i i feel like and i feel it may be because maybe i had something they wanted or maybe mm-hmm. they saw themselves in in my position or it's like oh well i should be further along than she is like you know what makes her able to be in this spot and so being met with that type of energy i have had to I'm trying to be very politically correct i have had to say what to, you feel girl. say what you feel i have had to you know have some have some conversations to really gather people because it was very frustrating to be in a space where other black women were they weren't as welcoming and that's what i was used to so mm-hmm. to be in a space where there was so much resistance. I feel like I'm rambling, so bring me bring me back on track. But I've had both experience. I've, I've had the good experience, and I've had the bad. But there've been more good than than bad. I would
1: have to so say. So, in regards to that, I can imagine that just because we're human, some internal bias has been formed sometimes, and so addressing internal bias. Have there been times, you know, just being transparent, that you could say that you know, oh, I already know what they're about. Has that happened to you where there have been some instances where you run into people and you're like, oh, or you put your guard up immediately as opposed to um, allowing the person to just kind of like be who they are at first?
2: Yeah. And that's not only black women. That's black, white, male, female. That was all over the board. I'll never forget. And this is kind of on topic but off. Mm -hmm. I was interviewing at this this big tech company, I'll say, like mobile space, whatever. And I was in an interview. And it was a very, very good interview, and I really thought I had it in the bag. And so the lady turns to me and she says, mm, Well, April, you know, you speak very well, you interview very well, your resume is so impressive, but I wonder if you would overpower Nina. <laughs> And I'm thinking to myself, well, oh, that's a Nina problem. That's not an April problem, but that was her internal bias on me because I was I was a black woman and I would have to report to someone who was not black. And so immediately because I you know, I talk loud, I have a, I have a strong voice, so to speak, mm-hmm. I was seen as a threat and someone who would overpower someone else because I'm black and I speak well. And that's something that I carried For a long time because I was like, oh, well, do I maybe I need to to speak a certain way or maybe I need to not come off as like confident. I mean, I was literally second guessing who I am and what I have to offer based on somebody else's internal bias. Like I am what I am. I'm proud to be a black woman. I am proud to be outspoken. And if ever you have a problem with that, that is a you problem. That's not an April problem. And I try to remember and remind myself of that wherever wherever i am whatever space i'm in because it's so much bigger than me i have i have nieces mm-hmm. i have cousins mm-hmm. you know and even people i don't know who who look up to me yes. and when i win they win and it doesn't matter if i if i have to take the hits as long as i make it easier for somebody who comes after me so that's what i hope i'm doing um and so I also have to check myself too in my in that own in my own space when I have internal biases about people because I too am guilty of it. Sometimes I am like, "Oh god, I could tell she just it'll be <laughs> difficult to work with her." And so I have to check myself and be like, "April, wait a minute. You know, and really assess the situation." So I think we all can just do a a better job <laughs> at like checking our biases at the door and really taking time to get to know people for who they really are and sometimes you may be spot-on they may be full of full of poo <laughs> but get to to knowing that on your own instead of forming those opinions when you have no like nothing to, to go off of I would
1: have to no, say no, and that makes total sense um, and it's hard to do because again if you've had a frame of reference or you like okay I see how they entered the room I see how they sat down I see how they intercepted a conversation or I see I've been there however you're right Focusing on the things that you actually know that are factual at the moment are the only mm-hmm. things you really should be relying on But it is difficult sometimes because you can it's not easy Because you know, <laughs> that's a part of communication too is again I think the emotional intelligence factor is something that I think we skip over mm-hmm. and Understanding who we are or how we function in relation to other people So if you're spot-on how do you handle that? So where we're not going through the next six months where we're filled with conflict as opposed mm-hmm. to We're both women, we're both black women, let's make this happen, let's make this work, let's pull, let's glean from one another and make sure that what we're experiencing is amplified Mm -hmm. and and we increase productivity because we're working in our own lanes.
2: Yeah, and listen, I say it all the time, whoever I work with, you do not have to like me. (laughs) I don't have to like you, but... There is always a mutual level of respect. I will not disrespect you. You will not disrespect me. Mm-hmm. And as long as we can do our jobs cohesively, we do not have to be best friends. You do what I expect of you. I do what you expect of me. And we, we we take care of what we have to take care of. And then we part ways. Like, we can part like the Red Sea. And that's it. And that's where I operate from is a level of respect. And I've actually had to have a conversation with someone that I worked with and I basically flat out said like, like what's up Like, like what is, I, I didn't say what's up but I was like okay like let's have a conversation mm-hmm. because there seems to be some tension there is a bit of resistance and I'm not here for you to make my job hard you are not here to make my job hard so let's talk girlfriend to girlfriend sister to sister however you want to let's talk because and I explicitly stated because I do not disrespect you you will not disrespect me
1: absolutely period point blank however you want to say that Yes, but there won't be any of that.
2: There will... No, and and, and I think that's what people forget. Like, just, just having that mutual level of respect for people. I have worked with plenty of people that I'm not huge fans of. Mm-hmm. But there was always that mutual level of respect because at the end of the day, we have a job to do. And oh. nowhere in that job description does it say, April and <laughs> Jessica have to be best friends. No! We are going to get this job done. You're going to get your money. I'm going to get mine and... We we will we can part ways.
1: Oh, um, and I hate to pause right here, but we must. We're jumping into our next song. It is "I can Hardly Wait for Christmas" by the OJ's. And when we come back, we will continue the conversation <laughs> about communication as women, as Black women, as individuals, as breathing human beings in the corporate world. We'll be right back with Jessing and Things Hits ninety two point three, the real definition of internet radio. <laughs> continuing the conversation, talking to the illustrious, the intelligent, and the driven Miss April Weathers. Uh, She has been dropping bombs on us the entire night, just sprinkling them all over, just watch out. Watch out, there are landmines everywhere. Um, And we're talking, we've again discussed internal bias, we've discussed communication in corporate America, uh, we've discussed, um, and we were just on the break just discussing uh, the policing of women's bodies. We were, um, because I'm still a my engineer, you know, that uh, something was happening, or I don't play Meg or something on my, Megan the Stallion, uh, if you will, on my show. And I was like, and it's just because I'm just not, like, really a rap fan. So I like old school R&B, jazz, soul, funk. You know, that's just me. That's Jessica's personal preference. However, uh, what I'm not here for is uh, the policing of women's body by men or by women. And then The Eternal, I saw what I was most disappointed in was... The a lot of women criticizing Megan Thee Stallion or Cardi B for the song WAP and things like that, and then the men chiming yeah, you see, those are respectable, classy women. I'm respectable. I'm classy. I'm intelligent, well read, well spoken, etc. And I feel like you should mind your business, and that's just what it comes down to. And um, I feel like sometimes it's more detrimental when uh, we as women. Uh, do not address our internal mm-hmm. bias or we don't we don't know it exists <coughs> and then we sit and then go and tear down other women and it mm-hmm. makes me sad
4: mm-hmm. It makes me sad
1: because I feel like it's unnecessary if anything else Even if I have a problem with you you're my sister I'll pull you to the mm-hmm. side and say hey, I wasn't trying to do all that in front of them mm-hmm. But you know these are my opinions or especially if you ask me or something, but last time I checked nobody asked and, that, That's uh,
2: typically how it got like nobody asked you Nobody asked <laughs> the
1: level of how no much one. you
2: should not care
1: um and um again unsolicited information or advice um are my, my favorite things to flush down the toilet. Um because again, unsolicited. So <laughs> have there been scenarios in corporate America as a communications expert where you have received some unsolicited um advice from someone, just anyone all just the like, oh. time,
2: like all the time and that's like, like, what like, I would do. It's like nobody else. who asked you? You know, and that's Sometimes you have, to, you have to hit them with the respectfully no one asked you. but And whether it's corporate America or just life, I feel like everybody is always giving their unsolicited advice. And it typically comes from people who really have no merit <laughs> to give you advice on certain things. And right. especially in, in corporate America, being a, a black a black woman, yeah, there is always some unsolicited advice given. And I can remember in in one space, and clearly I love the word space, as y'all can see. Um, space is a good word. We were in a a meeting, like we were in a meeting, and again, it's the whole respect thing. You will mm-hmm. not disrespect me. And I didn't agree with something that my counterpart was saying I didn't agree and I expressed that I did not agree and I was like you know and I was like i however the conversation went it was just it was it was known that I didn't agree and when I got back to the office someone was like yeah so next time you oh. you may just not want to not want to say anything and I was like, hey excuse me like, like what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean you know like, like, like were you not afraid I said afraid of what? I was like, my own father, Robert does not talk to me any kind of way will not disrespect me disrespect me. Do you think I am going to let someone who does not even sign my check? Oh, talk to me any kind of way and even if you did sign my check no and for her to be like next time you may just wanna, you know I don't know what this means but I can tell you this I'm not gonna do it Uh, for
1: those that can't see there was a hand motion Uh. (laughs)
2: like you may want to just you know not say anything no because I'm not I'm not a mute and when I was very young like early in my career like my early 20s I did not use my voice as much as I Mm. feel like I I should have. Like, I was very politically correct. I didn't want to ruffle any feathers. I didn't want to sound stupid or or dumb. And so I was very quiet until Mm. somebody took me to the side, another black woman. And she was like, April, all you have in this life is your voice. She was like, if you have something to say use it I'm, like if you have something to say say it whatever it is you use your voice and I think I was maybe 22 22 23 I haven't using my voice ever since and so if I have I something to way. say yes. I will say it if I don't agree I can be the only room, only person in the room who does not agree, and I would be like, I, 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 I don't agree. I'm I sorry. said I just, what I said. I said what I said, and I don't <laughs> agree. And and there was the situation where everybody agreed except me, and I was like, I'm sorry, I just I don't agree. I don't see the purpose <laughs> for it. I am with whatever the collective decides, but I'm just making it known. If you I don't ask agree. me what
1: I think, I don't agree. I don't agree. I'm right there with you, and and uh, again in learning your voice, owning your voice, and, like, I think a lot of times we're even, like, audibly, we're, we're sometimes afraid to hear our own voices because mm-hmm. I didn't know I sounded that way or I didn't know that my opinion would be so robust mm-hmm. in comparison to others. And so talk to me about how not to diminish who you are while still, uh, again, being able to be um, effective in communication because you have to still work with other people. Mm-hmm. So... There has to be some type of balance, of course. You can't just be like, all y'all ugly, go sit down. You You can't do that. But there has to be something where you're just like, I'm sorry. So tell us how to do that, how to protect yourself from diminishing. Again, it's
2: from operating with respect. Regardless of who I'm talking to, it does not matter if it's the CEO. It doesn't matter if it's the assistant. I mean, assistant or assistants, I always treat people with respect, whether I agree with you or not. And I think that's just the common grounds of everything, like being respectful in your communication, even if you don't agree. Like I've had people get downright nasty with me, but just because... That's how you are coming at me. doesn't necessarily mean that's how I have to throw it back at you. Mm -hmm. So always, number one, staying true to who you are. And don't let people take you out of your character because they will try. And especially being a black woman, it's angry black. Just an attitude. No. And it's like, I already know that's what you are going to think. So let me not give that to you. And you can gather people and get people together respectfully. You don't have to... Do all of that and go off what you're not going to do. You don't have to do all of that. Like staying true to who you are. And that's understanding that regardless of what Jessica's throwing out, I don't have to. I I control how I respond. Mm -hmm. I cannot control what Jessica says to me. And but I can control how I respond to it. Let me respond. And not react. And again, that's knowing who you are and not being moved and not being bothered by what's going on around you. And even if you are bothered, not being so flustered in a sense that you forget who you are and you are taken out of your character. So I said all that to say, just number one, staying true to who you are and just being respectful in your communication, regardless of who you are speaking with. Just being Respectful and knowing who you are and not allowing people to take you out of your space because mm. they will try. That's a great They one. try every day.
1: That, yeah, yes. Yes, they do. And I think that because I think, again, as black women, a lot of times when we enter rooms, we, we take up a certain amount of space. Mm-hmm. Um, our presence just kind of fills a room, mm-hmm. uh, which is not a bad thing, but some people are automatically intimidated by that.
2: And that's the them problem. That's there something I've that's had a to, of, to realize. That's a them I'm problem. not. I'm not responsible for how I make you feel when all I've done was enter a room. And I will not apologize for what I give off, what I, how you think I am, because I know who I am. And I know who I am to the core, to the point that. If you do not know me and you've already based, like, judgments on how you think I am, that is a you <laughs> problem. I cannot say that enough. That is not April's issue. You need to check yourself and ask yourself, why don't I like this girl? Like, I, all she did was walk into a room. Like, why am I forming all of these biases mm-hmm. about her when I literally have not even had a conversation with her? So that's when you have to check yourself when that starts happening because no one can truly intimidate you you can only be intimidated mm. and now That's that good. I understand that, that it's like yeah <laughs> I, I'm not gonna shrink myself I'm not gonna apologize for who I am and what I bring you will deal or you will just get <laughs> from a, like you're just gonna have to get get from
1: around Like respect get right get left Choices. That's it. Choices. Now, um, before we let you go, because you've been here just—I mean—dropping bombs everywhere, sprinkling the nuggets that the, the you, oh, I just love it—the the angel dust uh, from the ancestors. I uh, feel like it's flowing through you, and then just you know being cascaded across the across this uh, table as we talk about and discuss these things. So let's talk about experiencing success, about receiving success, receiving accolades owning your space owning that space you've been speaking of this entire evening.
2: How do we, how do
1: we, how do we function? Tell us, even if you're living through it right now. How?
2: And and that's something I'm still getting comfortable with doing because again I never and I think I was talking to you about this before it started. I never wanted to come off as as like like I'm bragging or that I'm not humble, but I worked my butt off and like not to get all spiritual, but the Lord is blessing me in return. And it's like, like owning that and really understanding that, you know what? It's okay to brag on me. It's okay to be proud of what you have accomplished. And I think we live in a time where when we do share things, it's like, oh, she bragging. Oh, she doing too much. It's like, no, I'm celebrating my wins. Like,
1: Celebrating let your me, wins. Let me I love celebrate
2: it. them. And I'm still getting comfortable with celebrating my wins. And, like, telling myself, April, it's okay. Like, you worked your butt off. So, so clap for yourself. And that's something that I'm getting better at doing is is celebrating myself and clapping for myself. And that's my advice to anybody. No matter how small, I don't care if your goal of success was to lose two pounds. You mm-hmm. lost that two pounds. You you clap. You right. make that Facebook status or whatever it is. Nothing is too big or too small. But being proud of what you accomplished, because I don't I feel like none of us give ourselves enough credit. So learning to to be proud of ourselves and clap for ourselves and knowing that it's okay. It's quite all right.
1: So, in celebrating yourself, just share some of the things that you've experienced in your professional life that you would be proud of because we want to hear about it. We want to know. Ah, I, it's, it's so many <laughs> things.
2: Um I'm proud that I have been able to maneuver in so many spaces and communications like I've worked in entertainment, I've worked in healthcare, mm-hmm. higher education, manufacturing, fashion, And being able to navigate in all those different spaces, I feel, speaks to my ability to adapt. So that's something I'm proud Mm of. Being able to be in a management position before I'm 30, that was a goal of mine. I was like, I want to be able to be in this position. by the time I'm 30 and I did that before I was 30 mm-hmm. and now I wanted to occupy a certain space and right. I have done that as you know you know yes. I got a new I got a new role and I'll be relocating Moving to on Texas on and it is a, a huge move and it's one that I'm both excited for but also a little bit nervous because you know it's a new level so it will require a different version of April so mm-hmm. I got to you know turn it up a notch but um I have a lot of things to to be proud of and a lot of successes that I have experienced another my own communications agency primecom yes. primecomagency.com yes where tell we, us about um it. yes we're known for our career enhancement services we do resume cover letters interviewing prep um, media relations and a plethora of things and we have done really well and it's only going to get bigger so I have a lot of wins and a lot of successful stories that I could share but through it all like, I'm just I'm extremely blessed and I'm extremely grateful and this oh. is only the beginning
1: it is only the beginning. And so I'm excited that I am catching you in, in your upward trajectory. You, you know, are, girl. I'm catching you. I'm like, she was on jesting and things because yeah, I know her. I receive it. I receive I it because it's coming. Yes. Um. And talk to us, the last thing before you go, talk to us about being able to pivot. Mm, I think that's one of the most important things because...
2: Your inability to pivot or your inability to adapt gets you left behind. And like I said, being in communications, I had to be able to pivot and adapt because there were so many different industries. And if you are unable to pivot, you will get left behind. You will miss out on a lot of opportunities that you could have had if you. lack that inability to pivot and so I said all that to say remaining open Mm -hmm. remaining okay with knowing that sometimes the opportunity comes in a different package than you thought it would be Mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to adapt to receive that package because you can't stay you know in, in your little box because you may miss out on opportunities so understanding that with success with any job any field there will come it comes with changes, and you have to be able to adapt to whatever it is that you're st- opening yourself up to receive. Don't get left behind trying to stay in your own little box.
1: Ooh. Oh, my goodness. That is huge. That is huge. And, again, it hits on all the points we talked about earlier. Imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. survivor's remorse, um, mm-hmm. and then, again, the ability to pivot. Uh, addressing internal bias even against yourself Mm -hmm. because you're like i told you you couldn't make it and then again that feeds into the imposter syndrome and those toxic cancerous mindsets feed one another thoughts become things yes yes and they only get bigger and you'll be surprised you'll be like wait a minute i haven't moved in three days or i haven't done anything in three years been there too been there too
2: Yes, monitor what you think about, you can call it manifesting, you can call it the universe, I call it God and manifesting, Mm but our thoughts do become things. And one last thing, so a couple of years ago, I wrote on my vision board when I was still living in Mississippi, I was like, I want to move back to Atlanta, I want to have a management position making X amount of dollars. Fast forward, I think it was like a year, a year and a half later, maybe two I landed a management role, making exactly what I wrote on my vision board, down to the dollar.
1: Did it show you to the bone? I was
2: like, "You better stop. You better show out, guys!" But um, it's real, and we have to be mindful of like how powerful our thoughts are because they are manifesting one way or the other. If you're thinking negatively, they will manifest just as in the same sense. If you're thinking positively that will manifest. So whatever you feed, it grows. And so if those thoughts are negative, that will grow. If it's Mm -hmm. positive, that will grow. So just be mindful that thoughts do become
1: things. Oh, that is an amazing place to be able to bring this to a conclusion. Um, I have been impacted. I feel like my life has been shaped and molded uh, for the future. Um, Again, I already know April, um, an amazing dynamic force, Very direct and positive energy uh, that is exuded as soon as she walks into a room. Um, Also, she has a very uh, weather forecastery name, April Weathers. Um, (laughs) But we want to know more about you. So, how do, if we wanted to connect with you for media relations or communications and things like that with your company, how would one do something like that?
2: Yes. So, my website is www.primecom, c-o-m-m, agency.com. And so that's my. Website and our Instagram is at prime Com agency. Yeah, that's Instagram prime.com agency. And I have my personal page, but you didn't ask for that. You asked for business.
1: Well, we, you know, <laughs> you know, we already had some people trying to lick your feet earlier. So oh you know, god, we, the inappropriateness so we, of it all. Right, it's like I have a, a very specific official message, like confidential. It's like I would like to lick your feet. You we know, don't. We're trying to stop those and only respectfully decline. Right, no, thank you. I'll pass. Um, this has been an absolute joy. I've had so much fun. Same. I know that you're transitioning and moving away from us, but when you come back, come visit. Come, it would come be an honor. Out. It would be an this honor. this was great. I, I thought this was so amazing, and I, and just like I thought it would be, you were able to communicate effectively what we should be doing as women, as people, as humans, um, in, this, in these communication spaces, in these corporate spaces, where time waits for no man, because you'll look up and it'll be... Three years, five years. And you could have, at that two year point where you said, I'm building up this and I want this amount of dollars and I want this, you could have been still sitting in that same place in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Instead, mm-hmm. you were doing this. And then two years later, you're manifesting and moving on to something even bigger and better, you know, with the better coin, praise God. Oh, um, won't he do it? <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, For You've thank been absolutely you. been amazing. Uh, we're going to jump into our next song, one of my favorite groups, Moonchild. You know some of that blue-eyed soul? Uh, the song is called The Things You Do. We, we're going to take uh, this break. We're going to take a two-song break. Immediately after that, we're going to jump into some good old PJ Morton and Shalia, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, and then we will be back with Jesting Singing Things on Hits 92.3, the real definition of internet radio.
5: It's been some time It seems these butterflies are new to me Though many times I've sung this scene It's no surprise To be caught up in such a lovely thing He says it on its echoing I'm dreaming all the day through Overthinking all the things you do do. I know that you'll be leaving soon And I'm only floating cause it's new But I'm tripping over all of you you do
6: so
1: I'm Jess and this is Jessing and things. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, We just ended an amazing interview with the dynamic and the illustrious April Weathers, a communications expert, young black woman out here making things happen and looking good. Cause uh, my engineer thought she was in college and I'm like, no, she is not. (laughs) She is not in college. She's a grown grown. And moving on to some major, um, opportunities in corporate America and we applaud that um now I did want to talk about uh again say thank you to everyone that participated last year last I keep saying last year like it was I, I know this year has been long but it ain't been that long last month for November for Thanksgiving we did a uh Turkey drive, basically, and we were able to give away 30, over 30 turkeys, fed over 100 families in partnership with Skatesgiving, Walmart, etc., and the likes So, well-wishers, onlookers, and all those good people, uh, they poured out their hearts, they opened their wallets, and they supported us as we shared and uh, made impacts on people's lives. And it was really great. It was an opportunity to be able to see people smile, to know that people were taken care of. And not just during the holidays. We'll be doing this all year long. We'll be uh, soliciting funds for other things. Um, but that was a great uh, opportunity to be able to just kind of help people. And we're doing it again for things, for, for Christmas. I'm sorry. I keep being tongue-tied, y'all. It's not on purpose. Um, but we're doing the same thing for Christmas. And we want to be able to giveaway this time 60 turkeys so double for our trouble. so we are enhancing what we did last month and we're taking it to the next level so we have 60 turkeys that we partnered with walmart uh local walmart's in the area in the atlanta area to be able to help people eat for christmas um now of course we need your help um we have uh we are taking donations via cash app paypal or zelle i post all that stuff to my socials um but if you want to do you do my cash app it's the dollar sign jess j-e-s-s works, W-O-R-K-S, and the number four. If you would like to, to contribute to Zelle, it is Jessica at Precise, so per, like Precise solutions.com dot but it's P-R-E-C-I-S solutions dot com, or you can do Jessica Wright, E-N-T at Gmail for PayPal. Uh, we're taking donations up until next Wednesday, but I prefer you do it now so I can purchase the gift cards now. Um, so we're giving away gift cards. Last uh, month we had uh, donations of TJ Sweet Tea, uh, with the friends of the show, Tremaine Alfred, he was very generous in uh, providing that that those sweet tea, ten gallons of sweet tea for us. Also, we had uh, AJ Young, who is um, one of the hosts of the Lick Morning Show uh, here on Ed Hits ninety two point three. He also is a chef uh, and a comedian and author. And AJ uh, gave us some recipe ideas on how to be able to take a twenty dollar uh, Walmart gift card, a turkey, TJ sweet tea, and a uh, You good old hands and feet and uh, make a good old Thanksgiving dinner. And he also uh, cooked two Thanksgiving dinners with two of the turkeys and delivered them, hand delivered them on Thanksgiving morning to some families uh, that needed it. I believe one was a person who was an essential worker and another was just a family that just didn't have the capacity to be able to uh, get dinner, get Thanksgiving dinner that day. And he was willing to, you know, provide his blood, sweat and tears. Hopefully no no, no um, sweater blood, because that's gross. But uh, he was able to provide those things for those people in need. And we appreciate people that are willing to give of themselves. Uh, it's, it's few and far between. We don't have it nearly enough. And, and that's what it's about. What I've learned, if nothing else, um, doing this show, uh, and just in my life experiences, um, working in the nonprofit sector for a lot of years and things like that, is the fact that, nothing feels better than giving to other people to me now that might you know people like money now I like money too don't get me wrong if you want to give me some, you can however um nothing feels better than the opportunity to be able to give to others make sure that other people are okay and I feel like it's a lost art it's a lost um opportunity to feel good people are looking and searching for love they're searching for um adrenaline rushes and things like that, that's the biggest adrenaline rush to me is to be able to know that I've helped somebody else. I can sleep a little bit better at night knowing that I helped somebody. And then there are times when I'm in need and I don't feel bad because I'm like, I know I've sown into other people. And even if you haven't, that it doesn't always mean that. It's just the fact that knowing that there are people out there willing to help is a beautiful thing and we want to continue that. We want to make sure those things are real and they stay consistent in the earth. And so I am an instrument in a vessel to make sure that those things happen. And I don't take it for granted. Um, I teach my kid the same thing, people that I'm around. If you're going you to be one of my friends, you got to have a giving heart. You got to, you know, and it doesn't mean every time someone asks for something, you're just emptying out your bank account. But it means that on times when it counts. So this is a time when it counts. Pour into somebody else. So even if you don't participate in our turkey giveaway uh, for Christmas, which is the 23rd and uh, next week, Wednesday, the 23rd, December 23rd, if you don't participate, even if you don't help us, help somebody. Go check on somebody. Help them put up their Christmas tree. Help them take down their Christmas tree. Help them take down the Halloween decorations. You know, some people leave their stuff up all year round. Uh, go check on some elderly people. Uh, do something for someone else that you know that they need. It doesn't always have to be money. It's, sometimes it's just sweat equity. It's pouring into someone when you know that they need it. Be there for someone. That is okay. That's allowed. As hard as this year has been on so many people, I haven't experienced a whole lot of death this year. I have experienced one pivotal death that just really impacted my life. But some people have experienced many deaths, and they're still functioning. They're still going. As hard as this year has been, I think the feeling of helplessness has been the hardest, not being able to comfort people that you love, that you know need your help, but you you can't ease the pain. Experiencing multiple deaths is a hard thing but we do have the opportunity to be able to help other people in certain tangible ways. Tangible means in real life, in real time with my hands, something real that I can feel, touch, smell, you know, experience with all my senses. So give, not just for this, but give period, be a giving person, give. And it feels better. You sleep better. You enjoy more. And it's an opportunity to be able to be there for someone else besides your self. Um, this is a great place to take a break. Uh jumping into I Love You More by Stevie Wonder and Kimberly Brewer. I am just this is and Things. And this is hits 92.3 through Real Definition of Internet Radio.
5: Merry Christmas, everybody! More than I love the first of
4: spring. I love I love
1: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I just want to say something that's super random, but I really miss Prince. I wish that he was still here. It makes me sad that he is no longer here uh, because I feel like he'd still be making some dope music or inspiring us to do more. Um, And I just feel like we're missing, there's a piece missing. Like we already don't have Michael Jackson and then Prince is gone and then, you know, it's just like a lot. And then like, I feel like we try to fill in the gaps with other people and they just aren't cutting it because it's not Prince. Ugh. So it makes me like, you know, really upset uh that we have these these obvious deficits in music and culture and I just wish that they weren't there. Yeah. Um want to give a shout out um and I'm probably about a week late, but um a shout out to Wendy Williams with the passing of her mother. Um she kept it quiet for a while. And how do you guys feel about stuff like that? When we are um and she, I guess her mother had passed a few weeks prior, but she took time to mourn on her own. People were, you know, questioning her, saying, hey, you know, she's acting weird and all this other stuff. And it really wasn't that she was acting weird, it's that she was grieving. And she just decided not to share. People were like, oh, she's back on drugs and, you know, different things like that. We made all these assumptions. And the, the the truth about that situation is that we never know what people are dealing with, what people are going through, what people are fighting through. And we can make assumptions about their behavior, but a lot of times is that they're dealing with whatever they're dealing with. So their personal pain. So the key word is personal and it's also pain. So think about times that you've dealt with something and then you've had people make assumptions about you and how un- unfortunate it was that people were making snap judgments about you. And it was something where you were really enduring some real pain, which I feel like is, uh, is very, 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 very sad. Um, And so it's, it's forcing me to address some things in my own life about how I handle, how I process information, how I catch on, how I process what's happening to other people. And again, it's the emotional intelligence thing that I talk about pretty often about how we can, we give ourselves license to skip over the fact that I might be being inconsiderate to someone else by making assumptions about their life or their lifestyle or their choices and things like that. And again, there will always be instances where you might just be wiling out and doing too much. That is always a, a possibility. But sometimes we are processing and sometimes we process through drinking or dancing or being naked on the internet or uh, spending all our money or eating too much or eating not enough or uh, being angry or whatever. But whatever it is, we have license to be able to do it. And I feel like we don't give, our, we don't give each other enough grace. And if 2020 has taught us nothing else is that grace is necessary that grace is vital for us as humans to be able to move forward. I feel like humanity has been highlighted above anything else. So our mistakes that we make, um, decisions that we make, and how we move forward in a lot of things. So not just the pandemic, but just the amount of loss that people have felt, the um, the inability to be able to connect with other humans in a way that we would like to or that we're used to. Even for our, our, us that are self-proclaimed introverts, we're like, oh, yeah, I wasn't going to go anyway, or this and that. You still miss the interaction. You miss being around other people. You miss the option. So when the option is removed to be able to go off and do whatever, it hurts sometimes. And you want more. You desire more. You desire companionship. You desire going to be alone but around other people at a park. You desire to chase your kids through the park or chase your kids down the beach, down the boardwalk, or you desire to be in a crowded room uh at a at an intimate concert and all those things don't seem as likely or or as they aren't as common, even with Atlanta be all being all open. Uh you don't want to put yourself in danger, you don't want to put other people in danger. But you also know that it probably just isn't safe. Um and you have to think about all these other have all these other internal conversations that you did not have to have previously. And that kinda sucks, you know. So dealing with that, so just the weight of that, again, not the loss that everybody has experienced, not the financial ruin that we are enduring, not this crazy presidential debate that we've had to go through, but everything else that happens too. How do you deal? Tell me how you deal. Uh, let's talking about, No, nope, not me, she antisocial. You are, but uh, there's going to be a day when you're going to want to get out in them streets. And that day is coming soon, girl. And... I want to tell me how you feel, how you function, because even you know having young children, they're used to being active and social. Even if they're not with the whole bunch of people outside of who you, uh, you, it's hard to be social just as a family now, just because things are different. Beaches are closed, stores are closed, certain stores are closed, the movies are closed, um, different parks are closed, and so we're confined to our homes, and. As many things as we have to keep us entertained, video games and television and DVDs and books and notebooks to write in and things like that, it's still different than what it used to be. And then being told you do not have the option to be connected to someone is kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult. And I want to explore that. So we're going to take another break. We're going to do a two-song break. We're going to jump into some Prince because I miss him, like I said, musicology. And then we're going to do some Lucky Day and Victoria Monet with a little more time. So after these two songs, we'll be back, and then we will jump into this last part of this conversation, and we'll let you go for the night. I'm just Jess- Mrs. Jesse Singing Things. <laughs>
7: Old school joint. Don't you ever touch my stereo?
1: Jess, this is Jessing and things. Uh, we are closing out our show, uh, in the next few minutes, but I did want to talk again about fat and happy. Um, so there are friends to this show. They are a new, um, international eatery, uh, that will be moving to the Atlanta area from New York. They uh, have a GoFundMe and they're looking for donors. Um, so if you go to GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com and search fat and Happy's, our food is displayed on their IG at fat F-A-T-T and happy. Um, and make a donation support black business support uh people that are trying in the midst of this pandemic i have seen many people pivot and excel because of the support of other people we tell ourselves what well, we don't we can't support or won't support but this is an opportunity to be able to dig in and support individuals who really need the support Um, And I said support a lot of times, but you know what I meant. Um, You can look them up on their uh, Facebook page. They are F-A-T-T, so Fat and Happy's International Cuisine. And they are doing special VIP events for those who want to invest $500 or more. If you're looking for something to invest in, if you're looking for an opportunity or an idea or something to just be connected to, maybe this is something that you might be interested in doing. And again, our model here is that good people know other good people. And we want to give people the opportunity to be able to connect and invest and be connected in a way where, You're doing something where you know you're helping people. We talked about it earlier. What are you doing to help other people? We are um, here uh, giving away turkeys again. um, We are giving away turkeys uh, to families in need, to people that need it. You know, there are a lot of people that are essential workers that don't have time to shop, that may just need the help because, you know, they've been working a lot and don't have the opportunity. Uh, Those that are just struggling financially in a lot of different ways. Help someone. See how you feel. I promise you you will get the opportunity to feel good and it doesn't always mean you know giving some money sometimes it's just giving your blood sweat and tears it's checking on somebody it's giving somebody uh air high five because we shouldn't be touching because it's covid but um the fat and happies are also looking for uh opportunities to work with bakers clothing designers poets singers musicians djs and comedians to use their events as a platform to display their arts, skills, and talent. So if you are a comedian, a baker, a musician, um, you tap dance a little bit, you like to twerk something. I don't know. That's your business. Um, you may be, they, we, we may concede as an interpreter dance, you know, that we have interpretive, And if that's the case then Atlanta, is the capital of an interpreter dance by way of butt cheeks and rap music. Um, and Hey, they're looking for opportunities to connect. Check out Fat and Happy. So again, let me say those social medias one more time. So first of all, go to their GoFundMe, GoFundMe.com and look up F-A-T-T and Happy on IG, F-A-T-T and Happy. And then um, on Facebook, F-A-T-T and Happy, Inter- uh, Fat and Happy's International Cuisine. And if you are willing to make a donation of or an investment of $500 or more, uh, you will get the opportunity to be a VIP for a special events And you will get the opportunity to be able to um, have that VIP special event uh, for you and a group of your friends. So bakers, clothing designers, poets, singers, musicians, DJs, and comedians. Use this event as a platform to display your arts, talents, and skills. Uh, Now, for those uh, business owners that are listening right now. In regards to good people knowing good people, which I feel like uh, Justing and Things has been a tremendous platform for us just loving on one another and knowing each other and being connected to one another. Um, I feel like this is a, a great opportunity. If you're interested in being on our show, if you are a business owner, entrepreneur, you have a platform that you are looking to propel or excel or push forward, Justing and Things might be the place for you to be connected to. Um, and DM me. A lot of you follow me on social media. You follow me on Justing and Things One. So it's not Justing and Things. It's not jesting and things it's jesting and things so it's one word i am and i did that on purpose because i am famous for having run-on sentences as you know i talk a lot and so a lot of times i will be talking and just be running my mouth and so jesting and things is me um talking about things that i enjoy and like and love and i'm having lots of run-on sentences as well so if you are a business owner you would like to partner with jesting and things and maybe come on And be a guest to our show. Now, we do not have a shortage of guests uh, that are interested in being a part of our show. But we always want to make sure that we are consistently opening ourselves up to make sure that we are not just people in state. This is, you know, we're all over the place, all over the world, if you want. If you you got access to Zoom, we can make this thing happen. But um, we are keeping ourselves open so that entrepreneurs, singers, songwriters, poets, actors, dentists, pressure washers all of you guys get the opportunity to be able to be connected to us and so that good people will know other good people we have a dedicated listenership that we've been holding on to for the past few months and we only anticipate it growing and you are a part of that you are a vital part of that and we are looking forward to connecting with other new businesses um we have some great guests lined up for the remainder of december for january for february already we're booked up but there are more opportunities to be able to share. If you like to just if you maybe you're not comfortable talking on air, um, which is fine. Not everybody um is just, you know, just running their mouths like I do. But you might want to just display or highlight or sponsor uh sponsor an episode of Justing and Things. That is an opportunity to do so as well. So if you follow me on Instagram already, that's thing and one, Jesting and Things One, J E S T I N G and Things One. Uh, DM me, let me know that you're interested in being on the show or you'd like to sponsor an episode. Um, if you're at Facebook, same thing, Jessica dot, Talk one, uh, and check us out. Let us know. And I'll be building up the Justing and things page. We're going to be doing some great stuff. We got some new merch and things that are coming up for the new year. um, and it's about good people knowing other good people. Um, we got some great things that are, are just we're setting ourselves up for because we're expanding, we're growing, we're changing, we're doing good, big and better things. And you guys are a part of that. Again, I want to provide an opportunity for you to be able to donate. We're doing a turkey giveaway. We did uh, we gave away thirty turkeys in Thanks in November for Thanksgiving. Uh we also gave away ten gallons of iced tea as well as um 25 uh 20 twenty-dollar target gift card i mean a uh, walmart gift cards um thank you to j patrick photography i saw a cash app come through from you definitely appreciate that as always a consistent supporter of jesting and things um and i uh, thank you also to blanca johnson uh, who uh, was so generously uh, made a donation and also jose rose so those are the donations we've received up to this point as well as partnerships with walmart um and we're giving away turkey so if you first of all if you know somebody that needs a turkey you're in the atlanta area let me know, DM me. Let me know who needs it. If you need to, tell me. Don't be shy. If you need help, that's why we are here. That's what we want to do. We want to help you. Uh, and uh, if you would like to donate, uh, our cash app is dollar sign Jess works. The number four. Uh, Zell is Jessica at PracySolutions dot com, and PayPal is Jessica right, E N T at gmail.com I know I got a lot of different uh, tags but we're we fixing that we're working on it in 2021 anyway we got a lot of stuff going on we're going to play one more song and then we will come back with our final salutations um, and this song is a good one and it's it's by Rochelle Pharrell a little somber but it's got a good message it's called I Forgive You because a lot of times what's holding us back from our blessings and what's next what's next for us is the willingness or the lack thereof to forgive so take a listen You are listening to Hits 92.3, the real definition of internet radio. I am Jess and this is Jessing and things. We are doing our final salutations for the evening. You guys have been an amazing audience. Um, we had, again, the absolutely fantastic, super, 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 super intelligent April Weathers on tonight. She shared some amazing nuggets um, about communications, about addressing internal bias, survivors' remorse, and being able to to rejoice in your own victories. A lot of times we are, we are taught to wax humble but I should also be able to celebrate my wins. And I feel like she was a great example of that tonight. Just talking about some of the things that she's into, um, how that her communications company, black women in, in industry, in any industry is to be celebrated here adjusting and things. Hello, we don't play. Um, but we appreciate her and her presence here tonight. Um, again, if you would like to uh, participate in our Turkey giveaway, please DM me, please uh, cash at me at JessWorks works, dollar sign, Jess works the number four. Um, And if you have any other questions or concerns, just hit me up. Let me know what's going on. Um, Let me know what you want to hear about. We got some great um, guests coming up. If you would like to be a guest, if you're a business owner, if you have a platform or something that you'd like to share, hit me up. Let me know. I want to be a part of it too. Good people know good people, and I believe that with all my heart. Merch coming soon. And I'm excited about what's coming. We're almost at Christmas. This has been a hell of a year. However, it is not weird. But the simple fact... That we are still here means that there's so much more to come, so many more things for us to experience, and I'm excited about what's happening. Since I'm still here, I plan on living life, and that's without compromise. That's unapologetically, and I'm looking forward to it and doing that thing with you. So follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. So Instagram is Jessica and Things 1. Insta- uh, Facebook is right top 1, and you can also follow me on Twitter. Sometimes I'm on there. Sometimes I'm not. Uh, and it's jesting and things as well. Um, you guys are always—it's always an amazing support. You love me, you cover me, you protect me, you stand up for me, you tell me I'm great and amazing. I believe you, because it's true. Um, and I'm excited about what's to come, what's happening, what we're going to be experiencing soon. It's going to be a lot of great things. If you're a business owner and want to participate and be connected to the jesting and things team, let me know. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. We're jumping into our last song of the night, which is a Christmas song from one of my favorite artists in the whole entire world, who will soon be one of my very close friends, P.J. Morton. Um, and this one is featuring Stokely, and the, uh, from the, band, the lead singer from the Band Condition. And this is all I want for Christmas. We will see you next week. Love y'all. I mean it. Bye. I don't want a lot for Christmas.
6: There is just one thing I need. I don't care about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true, baby, all I want for Christmas. Wow, 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 I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I don't need to hang my stocking There upon the fireplace Santa Claus will not make me happy With a toy on Christmas Day See, I just want you for my own more than you could ever know Make my wish come true Baby, all I want for Christmas is you
3: Ooh, Ooh baby Ooh. Ooh, baby I won't have for much this Christmas I won't even wish for snow I'm
0: just going to keep on waiting underneath the mistletoe. I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to hear those magic reindeer click. I just want to leave tonight. Hold in on to me some One more
3: I don't want you bring me back the what
6: I need. Won't you bring my baby back to me? I don't want a lot for Christmas. This is all I'm asking for. I just want to see my baby standing right outside my door. See, I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish
4: come